conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Folks, welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that was snubbed despite receiving eight Academy Award nominations. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, were you snubbed? I've been snubbed so many times in my life, Dan. <laughs> That's depressing. But, no, I'm, I'm well, it's a theater person thing, you understand. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm just going to say, I heard Margot Robbie say, and I quote, how can I be sad when I've been so blessed? And I was like, iconic queen, recognizing right? this is not the big deal that a lot of people are making it up to be. I was like, okay, Margot, thank you. So I've changed my tune. Was I sad it wasn't nominated? Of course. But. Not nominated for what? She spoke some truth. Um. <laughs> she wasn't nominated i meant okay that okay sure yes i listen dan i didn't i didn't really care because i don't really care about award shows because mm-hmm. i don't really like a lot of, like i saw poor things i think i told you about this yeah horny fest it was literally glorified porn i i kid you not stop promoting it so well i <laughs> If you're looking to see something sexy, I guess, but in a weird way, that's the one. But uh, mm-hmm. that's not what I thought I was seeing. So mm. anyway, I'm just well, going with the flow. I love award shows. I love movies okay. that get nominated for know. awards. I love watching the award shows. I love looking at nominations and coming up with what I think they should be. Um, okay okay i'm all in all in on this year's oscars i'm all in i was all in on last year's oscars i'm just i'm I'm rolling along heavy for it okay i've still not seen poor things so i can't add anything Uh, to that conversation even though it's nominated for best picture yeah it's fine i mean gage was right like he's like anna you have to remember Emma Stone did actually do quite a range of acting, not just fucking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. She did a great job. <laughs> I just couldn't get past the fact that I thought I was going to see a delightfully bizarre movie, and it turned out to be porn. So <laughs> that's all. Uh, you know, if that happened to me, I'd be like, my expectations were high, and they were surpassed. Uh, my jaw was on the floor. My jaw couldn't, if my jaw had been any lower, it would have been on this first floor of the mall because we were at the mall movie theater. And there were two other people in the theater with us. (laughs) And they were making out. They were so into it. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I, I, (laughs) but I will say the actors did act. Mm Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I don't. I think that, and a big complaint that I have with a lot of mainstream filmmaking 
I say that mm. as if I watch non-mainstream films. I don't. But an issue that I have with it now is everyone is sexy. And there's an issue? But no one is horny. Oh, okay, Dan. Everyone looks, in 99% of movies, everybody looks incredible, amazing. Actors have never been more attractive than they are right now. Unless you're Jude Law and the talented Mr. Ripley, because that's the most attractive anyone has ever looked. Um, oh, I was going to say Jude Law in The Holiday. Very sexy, you know, soft same time, man. Same time. Oh, good for him. He was um, looking good back then. Yeah. Everybody looks incredible. They look amazing. But yeah. nothing. you get nothing past a kiss. I don't need anything more than that. Call me a prude, okay? When I'm okay, at the movies, prude. I don't want to see. I, <laughs> I don't need all that. I really don't. I don't know what to say. Like, give me my, uh, the Dune popcorn bucket. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I was going to say, give me my popcorn. And then I remembered that that existed and I just needed to state it for everyone to hear. Ex- everyone who hasn't that- seen any memes about it. The Dune popcorn bucket should not be the horniest thing in the theater. It's the scariest, horniest thing I've ever seen in the theater. <laughs> Horrifying. I would like, one, I would like one Dune food. popcorn bucket and one ticket to anyone but you, please. Thank you. Oh, oh Daniel. <laughs> you sound just like Gage right now. He thinks Sydney Sweeney's so hot. She's Gorgina. I'll give it to her. Girl mm-hmm. has the body of my dreams, but... Unfortunately, I'm heterosexual, so me and the Dune Bucket will not be seeing that film together. Well, I was doing it for Glenn Powell, but... Oh, period. Okay. Well, okay, another thing. Glenn Powell, incredibly attractive. None of the characters he ever plays, they're never horny. I don't need him to be horny. Okay. Horniness is a part of life. You have to accept it. Ugh. Yeah, but I I don't I'm just not I'm a prude, Dan. I like a good kissaroo and then a fade to black on the screen. The books, that's where the smut is at. Go, okay? that's go the back smut. to the Hayes Code. Go back to nineteen oh. forties filmmaking. Oh my stars. My pearls are Ooh, flushed. Give a kiss and then a train drives into the cavern. Oh. They're kissing so hard, his arm is wrapped around her neck. He could snap her neck at any moment. Very romantic. I'm also, I'm not just talking about women. Whenever there's like a naked dude in a movie, I'm celebrating it. I'm for it. I... Good. Okay, I'll say this. I do enjoy a tasteful butt. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Yes. Yes. Some tasteful cheek never hurt. Now let's talk about this children's movie. <laughs> it's not a children's movie. Are you kidding me? There's no nudity, thank God, because Barbie is absolutely been over a children's the... movie. What? No. It is rated PG. It's based on a doll. Transformers is a children's movie, and that's rated PG-13, and that's also oh based God. on a doll. This is a kids movie. I'm ignoring you. I hear your your <laughs> complaints, your comments, but I will not be responding to them. Thank you so much. The high drama, the intense adult drama that is Barbie. I cried. 
Okay. But I'm also a uh, crier. I cried while reading a book the other day, so. <laughs> was it just like an almanac or was it like a an actual yes. book? <laughs> no, it was uh, the Gunkle. Um, they were dealing oh, with grief and it yeah. made me Anna, sad. It, um, Anna got that book for Christmas one year. She hasn't read it. It's just been on her nightstand for like a year. Give her the warning that when she does, there may be some shed mm. of tears. Oh, not just a place to store my lawnmower? Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, Barbie. <Just> shed her. <laughs> Barbie. Barbie, written and directed by Greta Gerwig, uh, also written by Noah Baumbach, based on Barbie, the character, the yes. toy. Uh, produced by David Heyman, who produced all of the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Margot Robbie and her husband, Tom Ackerley. What does that man do? What is his profession? He is a producer, actor, former assistant director. Um, he began his career as an extra in the first three Harry Potter movies. Then he was a production assistant. And then he was an assistant director on a bunch of TV shows. And then he, Margot Robbie, and two of their friends started their production company. Wow, I literally have never heard of him. But I also am bad at that kind of stuff, so... I mean, he does. he's you not, know. like, throwing his name around or anything, so... Mm. Mm. I don't know why you would. Okay. You know me. Uh, also, Didn't know what Ben Affleck also, looked like. Yeah, that's that's a moral failing. I don't think so. <laughs> um, also produced by Robbie Brenner, who is the head of Mattel Films. Okay. Who are now producing, after the success of Barbie, Thomas and Friends the movie, Hot Wheels, Viewmaster, and Wishbone. Wishbone? Like the dog? Yes. Okay, cute. Big fan. Big you're not fan. questioning. You're not questioning Viewmaster. Yeah, I didn't want to think about that one. I was too busy thinking about Wishy. <laughs> I loved Wishbone when I was little. So, big fan of his work. Starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, Kate McKinnon, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, and Will Ferrell. Cinematography by Rodrigo. Prieto. Rodrigo. I don't know why I felt like saying it like that. Rodrigo's a beautiful name. It is. He is nominated for an Oscar this year, not for Barbie. What else did he do? He, this year, was the cinematographer for two films. Barbie okay, and King. Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, okay. So he really slayed, honestly. He had a good year. Yes. Very good year. He was also the cinematographer for We Bought a Zoo. Oh, that took me back in time. <laughs> wow, I haven't thought about that movie in ages. I think about it constantly. Oh, okay. Well, it lives through on... People keep making We Bought a Zoo jokes on Twitter. Why? Because it's so dumb. We Bought a Zoo? Yeah, it is stupid. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just want to know why they're referencing it. I don't know. 
They just are. Uh, music by Andrew Wyatt and Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of well, Mark Ronson. I'm Zach <laughs> by myself. Thank you. Uh, released on July 21st, 2023, the same day as Oppenheimer. Yes, we loved Barbenheimer Day. Yes, great day. We're not talking about Oppenheimer. We're not following this up with Oppenheimer. Don't get your hopes up. We'll probably talk about it eventually, but... It'll be a cold day in hell, Dan. Wow, Jesus. (laughs) Just kidding, just kidding. I'll watch it. Uh, with a budget of $145 million. Well, you okay. You're going to have... Oh, I know, Dan. You're going to have a real high and low with that. I know that. what's coming. I love Florence Pugh. I'll watch it for her, but I know what's coming. Uh, what's coming or who's coming? Thank you. Both. <laughs> I'm familiar with the slot. With a budget... Oh, God. With a budget of $145 million, it made $1.4 billion at the box office. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it it has a 88% approval rating. Okay. Well, the other um, 22%? Nope. Wait, what? 88? 100 (laughs) minus 88? That's 22 no, it's no, not. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, my God. What is it, Dan? How can it it's not 12. be? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I am so bad at math. <laughs> Whew, that was really rough. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chalk it up to it's been a long day, okay? It was a long Do week. It. I thought it was Friday on Wednesday. That sucked. Ooh. So... <laughs> Phew. Okay, moving on. 88% approval rating. It says, Barbie is a visually dazzling comedy whose meta humor is smartly complemented by subversive storytelling. Okay, yeah. And at the Oscars, it was nominated for eight awards. But more importantly, it was nominated for two awards at the 2024 AARP Movies for Grown Up Awards, uh, winning Best Screenplay but losing best picture or movie for grownups to what what one you ask yeah why did you take so long to respond i don't know uh killers of the flower moon won best movie i thought for so i would have assumed as much listen i had no interest in that movie but now I'm really cheering for Lily Gladstone because she seems like a good egg, and I she want her is to incredible continue in to it. win. I don't think I'd have any interest in the plot, but I'm cheering for her. So you probably would not enjoy it. I think it would be dull for me. Is it not about America taking land from the Native Americans? Uh it is. Taking land, yeah. taking money, but it's not done like a mystery or anything. Yeah, no, it sounds like it would be a historical drama and I'd be historically bored. <laughs> so. Uh, but Barbie is nominated for eight Oscars at this year's Academy Awards, which at the time of recording have not occurred. It is nominated mm-hmm. for twice in Best Original Song for What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish and Billie Eilish's Brother Lover. 
Um, Don't ew! <laughs> Phineas is not her lover. And I'm just Ken. Okay. One of those There's makes also, sense. One of those is just for fun. Uh-huh. Okay. And the my issue with that nomination is the best song in the movie is not nominated for best original song. What song is it? Dance the Night. The actually oh, good that song. song? Freaking slays. Yeah. Dance. Dance the night away. It That's is also right nominated for best production design, best costume design, best adapted screenplay, best supporting actress for America Ferrera, which is an she interesting slayed. nomination. Why? Uh, I thought she was fine at best. Oh, damn. Okay, somebody's deep in the patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. my issue with it is, is she wasn't patriarchal Someone enough. hates women. <laughs> That's not true. I love women. Yeah, as, as evidenced <laughs> earlier. And you have a girl cat, so I'll give it to you. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Would a male Dan chauvinist woman have a girl cat? <laughs> no. Thank you. You're um, welcome. Ryan Gosling is nominated for Best Supporting Actor, and it is nominated for Best Picture. Not nominated uh, are Greta Gerwig for Best Director and Margot Robbie for Best Actress, one of which I will argue is a snub. The other one, I won't. Greta was snubbed. That's not the one that I'm arguing is a snub. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> okay. Which director would you take out? Ten movies are nominated for Best Picture. Five people are nominated for Best Director. Who would you Who's take out? Besides Martin Scorsese. Uh, the nominees for Best Director are Justine Trier for Anatomy of a Fall, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things, You Can't Just Take It Out Because It's Sexy, and Jonathan Glazer for The Zone of Interest. How did you know? Then Christopher Nolan's got to walk. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm making hot takes today. My takes really are scalding. Takes. Yes. Bur- I'm getting burnt. My tongue is burnt from Good. the tea. That was the sound of your tongue sizzling. I don't like you talking about the sound of my tongue. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um. Nominated for Best Actress this year are Annette Benning in Nyad as Nyad, Lily Gladstone in Killers of the Flower Moon, Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall, Carrie Mulligan in Maestro, and Emma Stone in Poor Things. I you, No! I, would, I haven't seen Nyad, but I would take Annette Benning out and replace okay. her with Margot Robbie. Okay. Mostly because the story of Nyad is like not true. I don't know the story. I just think you should see it before you make these bold statements, Dan. Do I even do I even mention it? Do I even no. mention the hypocrisy? The screaming no. hypocrisy coming from your side of the country. <laughs> I just feel like being a little chaos demon today. I'm a little stinker. I'm a little stinker. <laughs> Um, Barbie did win at the Golden Globes, though. It won 
-hmm. One award. Two awards. It won What Was I Made For for Best Original Song and Best Cinematic or Box Office Achievement Film. That's a made-up award, but okay. All awards are made up, but that's the very made-up one for movies that made a lot of money. Yeah. That was low-key, high-key dumb. I don't understand how Oppenheimer wins Best Drama, but also doesn't win Best Cinematic or Box Office Achievement Award, despite being nominated for both. Because it didn't make enough money? It wasn't sexy enough? Just kidding. Yeah, I heard it was very sexy. Unlike Barbie. Barbie, not sexy. The children's movie. Yeah. I'm fine with this not being sexy. It's a movie for kids. <laughs> I just don't even know what to say. Like, I just I don't love a sexy, sexy film. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Barbie is currently at the time of recording, the 14th highest grossing film of all time. Uh, Slay, Barbie. It is directly in between Frozen 2 above it and Avengers Age of Ultron below it. Oh, I've seen both of those. That's all I have to say. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, when did you first see Barbie? Um, we didn't actually watch it until couple months ago we just kept forgetting mm. about it so then when it came on max we finally watched it okay but lest we forget my workplace's halloween theme was barbie and i came in the full barbie costume and nobody in our department really except for our boss had seen it but we were like it sounds like such a fun halloween idea we'll do it so people were like oh did you guys like the movie and all of us were like Sure. <laughs> but we had the soundtrack playing so that's enough that's 80 percent of it yeah it's fine i did not see barbie as a part of barbenheimer uh um, okay you didn't do the dual the dual movie day i didn't i saw oppenheimer opening weekend i saw it the saturday no i saw it sunday night um but I saw a 10 p.m. screening of it on Sunday night, so I got out at like 1 a.m. Dang, uh, my at nightmare. The Chinese theater. <laughs> my nightmare. That sounds up fun. Past I 10. mean, the Chinese theater, literally. Chinese theater's cool, though. It was incredible. Yeah, that's um, really cool. But then a couple weeks later, I saw with Anna and a lot of her friends from the gym that she goes to. Oh, that's um, right, because you guys dressed up and you looked so cute. Yes, thank you. Uh, we saw yeah. it at the Fox Bruin Theater in Westwood. Um, nice. Which is a historic theater. Am I bragging that I live in Los Angeles and can go yeah, to dang, Dan. fun historic theaters? Yes, I Just am. Just name two freaking theaters in one breath. <laughs> um, I saw it there, and it was fun. It was a fun, fun movie-going experience. I do think that because I waited a couple weeks to see it and I was out of the hype cycle, I think, mm -hmm. I had gotten my hopes up a little high. Oh. And then... Rut row. Came out of the theater and was like, huh, that was good. 
That was you didn't good. Like it. It's okay, no, Dan. You didn't that's not what I'm like saying. It. I'm not. I didn't love it. I don't think it is some masterpiece of filmmaking or anything. I think it's a perfectly good movie. Okay. <laughs> and rewatching it most recently, it is better than I had convinced myself it was in the time between seeing it for the first time and rewatching it. Because you know how you'll watch a movie and then you'll think about it for a while and be like, was that actually good? Did I like it? And then for some reason you get fixed and I'm like, well, that was dumb and that was dumb. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so I had been kind of remembering that and then watching it, I was like, oh no, this is a good movie. It's fun. It's funny. A lot of, there's a lot of stuff in it that I think doesn't work, but overall I think it's a fun time. I'm not upset that I watched it or anything. Okay. Well, that's good. <laughs> What about you? I liked it. I loved it the whole time. But mm. you know what? That's just me, Dan. It's okay. No, I want to hear why you fact. love it. I thought it was fun. I love lighthearted, fun things. And I liked um, Simu Liu is like one of my faves. I thought he was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, can I connect it to it? Because I'm a sad little lump that allowed <laughs> it's hard to be a woman dan so that's all i know anna you know how i know because i love women yeah dan <laughs> thank you for I didn't, understanding you know, i didn't understand how hard it was to be a woman until Amen. i heard a man explain to me how hard it is to be a woman and then i got it yep yep <laughs> I understand. <laughs> that man Thank you, Dan. was me. I explained it to myself. You looked in the mirror. And just recited America Ferreira's monologue from this movie. And I was like, I get it. As you should. I actually had to have a man explain that scene to me before I fell in love with it. So. <laughs> uh, this movie could have used more men. Um, let's get into it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it starts off. It is a homage to 2001 A Space Odyssey and the obelisk where the monkeys yes. uh, beat the obelisk with bones and stuff and kill each other. But instead it is little girls playing with baby dolls and Helen Mirren narrating that since time there have always been dolls. It's a horrible Helen Mirren. I apologize to the dame. Um, Is she a dame? I think so. How do you spell Mirren? I know Judy Dench is a dame. Yes. Um, it does not say. Oh, she was appointed to dame. Okay, in two thousand three, slay. Mm-hmm. But she's not known as Dame Helen Mirren. Quite no. like. You know. Dame Judy, Den- but that just rolls yes. off the tongue so. Dame well. Judy Dench, just, just like Sir Elton John, just flies out of my mouth. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but little girls are playing with baby dolls until a giant Barbie towers over them in the desert, and then they brutally destroy their baby dolls, akin to monkeys killing each other. Um, it was a little crazy. I'm not gonna lie. I was taken aback. Mm-hmm. 
it's a direct parody of the first scene of 2001 a space odyssey mm, music okay. and everything yeah that i knew it just the that part i was like holy crap okay here we go i'm just wondering how they got the one girl with glasses um mm-hmm. how they found the perfect actor child actor to play that role of child smashing baby doll she was mm, top notch slayed they probably brought them in and said okay smash this doll and she did and she ate they're like hmm you're not imbuing it with enough. Pretend it's your sister. Dear God. <laughs> Ooh, scary. Um, then we fly over to Barbie land, where everything is perfect every day, all the time. All the Barbies and Kens live there. The Barbies, it's their world. It's their land. Everything is perfect and pink and soundtracked by Lizzo. Take that as a positive or a negative. Pre-cancellation. That was pre-cancellation, Lizzo. She's my real quiet. Whew. Uh, We meet Barbie, main Barbie, stereotypical Barbie, as she calls Mm -hmm. herself, uh, played by Margot Robbie. She is perfect in every way. Uh, We meet the Kens, including Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu. My king. Those are basically the only Kens that really matter. Only bright, the only ones that matter to me. Uh, Scott Evans is also a Ken. Chris Evans' brother. Oh, really? Hmm. And John Cena is the Ken maid. Yes. I love him. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> She's going to be so mad if she hears this. She goes, she calls me and she goes, John Cena. I get him confused with Michael Sarah. And I said, okay. And she goes, <laughs> now, John Cena was in the Barbie movie. And I said, yep. And she goes, okay. And which one was he? And she go, I go, the mermaid. And she goes, what? Then, then who was that skinny one? And I said, <laughs> Michael Sarah. And she goes, oh. I had them confused. <laughs> So if you want to know why I get actors confused all the time, I think that's a pretty clear indication of what I'm working with genetically. So That's fair. It it, it comes from within. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now uh, we all know. We also we also do meet Michael Sarah as Alan, Ken's best friend. All of his clothes fit him. Yes. Which was the actual tagline for Alan. Um Good some for of him. The, the actors who play other Barbies are Issa Rae as President Barbie, Kate McKinnon as Weird Barbie, Alexandra Shipp as Writer Barbie, Emma Mackey as Physicist Barbie, Hari Neff as Dr. Barbie, mm-hmm. Sharon Rooney as Lawyer Barbie, Anna Cruz Kane as Judge Barbie, Ridu Arya as Journalist Barbie, Nicole Coughlin as Diplomat Barbie, Barbie and Dua Lipa as Mermaid Barbie. So I just want to know, do you ever, you know, um, feel the need instead of saying Dua Lipa to say Dua Lipa? Because... I feel the need to say Dula Peep. Oh, no, Gage and I, um, you know, there's from when Oscar Isaac was on SNL, he, there's a skit where he talks about Dua Lipa because she was the musical guest and Mm -hmm. he goes Dua Lipa every time he (laughs) says her name. And so that's how we say it. I got it from um, Wendy Williams. She was reading Ooh. and she was like, Dula Peep. 
No, Wendy. <laughs> um, we also meet Midge, played by Emerald Fennell, um, who directed Saltburn, wrote and directed Saltburn. Oh, my God. That movie was crazy. <laughs> Did you watch Saltburn? Not Salt sexy Burn? enough. That movie was that movie was a little. My issue with Saltburn is the two boys didn't kiss. Spoilers: they Thank should have you. kissed. I did see some nice cheeks, though. They should have explored each other's bodies. Come on. Period. Uh, so Ken, of course, yearns for Barbie. Uh, Barbie has a perfect day every day. Ken only has a perfect day when Barbie looks at him. Um, Period. Barbie throws a rager at her dream house, uh, choreographed dance number. Everybody's having a great time. Uh, all the Barbies are having a great time. Ken is yearning. <laughs> Brooding. <laughs> uh, but then suddenly Barbie starts thinking about death. Classic. Mood. Existential dread. And the next Honestly, morning, relatable. <laughs> she becomes a woman. Oh, my nightmare. <laughs> but becomes, relatable. Yeah, she becomes a, a more realistic uh, woman where she develops cellulite, flat, flat feet, feet, and bad breath. Been there, girl. Been there. I got that dragon breath in the morning. It does not matter if I brush my teeth before bed. Whew. Just saying. I am really lucky. I don't. Why does Anna have? Oh, and say so does Anna no, have I, beautiful dr- breath when she wakes up? No, uh, but I Ooh. do. <laughs> wow, Dan. <laughs> hey, I wasn't gonna mention it. Then you asked the question directly. I had to. Sorry, Anna. Love you. Happy birthday. Um, it's her birthday. <laughs> not today, but it, it is next oh my week. God. I almost just <laughs> crap my pants. <laughs> well, now you have a warning. Um, Thank God. So, Barbie, she's all turned up, turned or not turned up. After turning up, she's all turned around. Yes, uh, you got there. And she has to go visit Weird Barbie, uh, Kate McKinnon's Weird Barbie, who is great. She, my mom said that was her favorite Barbie in the movie. I think she was my favorite Barbie too. Yeah, she was one of my faves for sure. I mean, also, I mean, I love Margot Robbie. So, like, I think it's kind of a, aside from Margot Robbie as Barbie, who was your other, who's your favorite tertiary Barbie? Mm, President Barbie and Weird Barbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she says to fix her existential dread, existential crisis, she has to go into the real world. Uh, because the human that plays with her is unhappy. That one made me sad. I was crying already. Oh. Okay. What? I, 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 the setup made you sad? Toy Story made me sad, okay? How about that? Huh? The first one? point some fingers at, at Pixar because the idea of anyone being sad and getting rid of toys or not wanting to play with toys or toys being in tune with your emotions makes me sad now. 
When I was a kid, I would play with Hot Wheels cars by putting two on the little coffee table in my basement uh, and mm-hmm. flinging them at each other as fast as possible. And the one that landed on its wheels was the winner. Um, mm-hmm. So I think my toys have a revenge fantasy going on against me. Great. Love that for you. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, you know, we're equally invested. All right. <laughs> uh, so she has to go into the real world, help her and, you know, make her happy again. And then Barbie will become perfect again. And yes. she will regain her feet. Mood. Um, so she is driving into the real world singing, is it the Indigo Girls? What is the song that she's singing? I, yeah, it's the Indigo Girls, but I don't know what yeah. song it is because Closer <laughs> to Fight, I don't really know the Indigo Girls, but I listened to a podcast where, um, you know, the gentleman on the podcast loves the Indigo Girls, so. Can I guess the podcast? Yeah. Las Culturistas? No, true crime obsessed. But mm. yeah, you're not close. I don't, I don't know think I am. Not. <laughs> I okay. don't think I am close. <laughs> okay, well maybe it's the um, same guy. I don't know. I don't think it is. Las Culturistas hmm. is Bowen Yang. <gasps> I love Bowen. He's so funny. He's got a podcast. You got eight years yeah, worth of content to go back on for that. Hell yeah, I gotta catch up. Uh so Barbie's on her way into the real world, but guess who stowed away? Uh-oh, it's just Ken. I'm just Ken. That's what he says. Uh, and don't worry, he brought his rollerblades. So they go, they go on the long quest through the Netherlands, space, winter, the underwater, into mm-hmm. the real world. Mm-hmm. There's actually uh, still currently a cutout from our Barbie-themed Halloween party that has me as Barbie and um, my dear friend and co-worker and cube mate as Ken. <laughs> I'll send a picture <laughs> of it to you tomorrow. It, it draws quite a bit of attention, but it's hilarious. I am very excited. I hope when people are, uh, are looking to utilize your company's services, that's the first thing I that they so see. Too. It's, it's not. I mean, generally, we don't have clients in there. It's just for... That's unfortunate. Us. Yeah. Put in the lobby. It's um, it's also dark in there, so. <laughs> uh, they go into the real world, and they go to the realest place of all in the real world, Venice Beach, California. I've been there. Hey. It was kind of dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Am I wrong? Like, No, you're right. Um, it's. I find it very it's funny like rewatching dirty. it today. I was just looking at locations like, I've been there. I know what yep. that actually is. I know what they're filming in front of. He yep. couldn't walk there that fast. What are you talking about? Century City is four miles away. Gage hates watching movies with me when I've been somewhere because in the exact mm. voice that I just did, that's what he claims I do is just go, I've been there. <laughs> like That's not <laughs> what I sound like, but he's convinced, so... You do that. I see something in the background. I'm like, do you know what that building is? I recognize that building. And then I spend 20 minutes trying to find like 
the exact name and history of the building. Oh my and god. And then I'll look up I and I'll be, be like, Wait, why didn't you pause it? I was looking up. Stop. They're not there not anymore. The why didn't you pause this? Oh my god, Dan. I was watching oh. Under the Silver Lake, which is a weird ass movie with Andrew Garfield. Um, oh yeah, I feel like I've heard of that one. In one scene, he's walking along a street and in the background there is a large brick building and I'm like that's where they filmed the last scene of Greece. Oh my god. <laughs> I know that high school. Um, <laughs> Lord. So they go into the real world and they are rollerblading along Venice Beach and they are getting weird looks, which is probably the least realistic part of the whole movie. Flamboyantly really? dressed people rollerblading in Venice Beach. They'd be weird. Mm-hmm. Why would that be? We- That's what it's like there every day. True. I mean, yeah, when I was there, it was pretty um, unique, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. So, yeah, I would definitely say I agree with you. Um, they get arrested a bunch of times, one for stealing clothes. Uh, they dress as country and Western stars. Obsessed. Obsessed with those fits. The Barbie mm-hmm. cowgirl outfit is so iconic. Oh, absolutely. I want to wear that. Mm-hmm. It's iconic. Uh, they, they also get arrested um, for... Do they beat up the construction workers? Like, they punch the when they're getting catcalled? Yes. Um, As is their right. They just get arrested a bunch of times. Yeah. And then Barbie is having, like, an existen- a, a double existential crisis because she is, A, in the real, the extremely patriarchal real world um, and nowhere closer to finding the girl who she needs to cheer up and is wondering, why don't people love me? Barbie made the world perfect. Ugh. Interesting path to go down. Uh, while Ken her. is discovering the hear. patriarchy. Yes. Indeed he is. And he is loving it. He's having a great time. Oh, Ken. What are we going to do with you? He discovers the patriarchy in Century City, which is not walking distance from Venice Beach. (laughs) She says, don't go far. And he goes to Century City. You know too much, Dan. That's like, to to put it in Milwaukee terms for you, that's like being... In Bayview and being like, don't go far. You're like, okay. And then Mm -hmm. you walk to Tosa. Oh, gross. That's really far. (laughs) Yeah. Disgusting. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, And then they go to a, the school where her human girl is Sasha, the girl who she thinks is having a um, bad day. No longer. Yeah. That's a good way. I like that term. Menti B. Thanks. A menti B. Yeah, I say it all the time. Yeah. Um. By the way, that school, that's not actually Davy Crockett Middle School. Mm. Uh, that's Paul Revere Middle School. That's in Brentwood. I bike past there. Um, I noticed it. Hee <laughs> hee. I have no more history about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... She goes to talk to her. Nobody questions these two adults in uh, this middle school, which. No. 
which I was uncomfortable you with. You don't need to. It's already an unrealistic movie. Okay. Actually, one woman does question it. Uh, a woman who was there picking up her daughter. She is incredible. She's in the movie for about 12 seconds. She mostly just mm-hmm. gets talked at by Ken. And she yes. has fantastic reactions to the entire thing. I mean, I feel like you have to be committed. If you're in this movie, you've mm-hmm. got to be big. I, you know. got to be big. I saw her in the one scene, turned to Anna, and I was like, nominate her for Best Supporting Actress. All in. She has a presence. Amazing. Phenomenal. <laughs> Sensational. Um, <laughs> sublime. <laughs> uh, so, Sasha is a moody, angsty teen uh, who you probably know well, that, that type of teen. I do. I do. Thank you. <laughs> At first I was like, where um, are you going with this? And then I realized... So she condemns Barbie for glorifying bimbo culture and unhealthy life goals. It's fine. Not, I mean, like, you know, she's just here for fun, okay? Barbie didn't do anything. It's societal pressure that did it. Yeah, it's not Barbie that is glorifying bimbo culture. It is Mm -hmm. culture that is, I don't even know, Bimbo culture Barbie. is the right word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bimbo culture is the name of my new band. I love the idea of that. We're opening for Slam Bamboo. Ooh. Love it. Slam Bamboo, real band. Trent Reznor was the keyboardist for it. There's one oh. video of them performing on a Cleveland public access show. He Disgusting. sticks out like a sore thumb. Cleveland. Blech. <laughs> um, I've been there so many times. Well, Barbie is getting dressed down by a 13-year-old. Um, Ken is in the library getting books about horses and why men rule the world. Just, an a- just another day, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... At the Mattel headquarters, and I have a question for you about this entire subplot. Um, Can't wait. At the Mattel headquarters, they figure out that Barbie is back in the real world, and they need to get her back into the box to send her back into Barbie land. Um, Mm -hmm. Will Ferrell plays the CEO of Mattel. All the heads of Mattel are men. Did you think this whole subplot worked? No, I thought it was weird. Did you? Okay. No, I thought it was really stupid. And it like actively took away from what could have been a much stronger um, character motivation moment. Okay, good. Because I thought it, I was like, I don't know. It just kind of was out of place. Like, I get mm. it. We wanted the plot of, oh, somebody's going to get her back. But like just didn't do it for me i don't know yeah we didn't need the third fifth eighth dimension of mattel corporate entity part in Mm it um so you have like a plot of whoever's playing with barbie is having a bad time barbie has to go into the real world and save her 
get her to be happy again. And then yeah. realize the only way they can do that is by having her go into Barbie world or something. They don't need the whole plot of them. They're getting chased by Mattel into there. Yeah, no, that was a little extra. And I didn't like those scenes. It, I thought it was funny when they were like chasing them back to Barbie world. But then we have the whole plot of like Ken is now like thinks men are the best. And that's funny. Mm-hmm. Like there's we didn't need the extra stuff. You know, we could have just had Ken's yeah. little side quest and that would have been enough for me. Yeah. And it takes out the it, it removes an internal motivation that America Ferreira's character could have had. Yes. Where like she goes back to prove to her daughter as opposed to they're being chased by Mattel or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that would have been stronger. Um, I agree. I agree. Speaking of America Ferrera, America Ferrera, she is Sasha's mom uh, and she drives a car from a Chevy commercial. You can tell because the entire, every scene with a car in it looks like a Chevy commercial. Yes. Uh, aggressively so. Yeah, it, it does. You're right, 100%. Um, she is actually the one who is having irrepressible thoughts of death, too. Yeah, I kind of called it the when it started right away. Yeah. When they're like, it's a child. Like, no, girl, it's an adult. No, that's not what a child is thinking of. Mm-hmm. Hope not. God, I hope not. Um. So she started playing with Barbie during her midlife crisis and she gave Barbie her concerns. Oh, me too. <laughs> right. Relatable. Also, isn't that, this is a, a, I like the double message that this movie gives where like, if you're at therapy, it's like, you don't need to hold all your emotions in. If you have something that you can use to take them out in a healthy way, Using them on a Barbie. Healthy way to do so. Just kidding. You gave your Barbie depression now. You're double Psych fucked. Psych dummy. Psych dummy. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, remember, if you're ever sad and playing with a doll and making them sad, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You're fucking them up. Dear Lord. Get good. Um. <sighs> So they are getting chased. Ken has gone back to Barbie land already. Um, yes. He's all good. Meanwhile, th- he's more than good. Ken's great. Um, he's discovered patriarchy, so obviously he'd be rolling he's up. He's very happy. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It makes sense. That he's happy with the patriarchy? Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Um, but... Barbie and America Ferreira and her daughter are getting chased by Mattel's goons. My nightmare. <laughs> chased by Will Ferrell, my nightmare. He's so tall and long. I know. And funny. Uh, stop, you're making me laugh. I can't run as fast. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, and... You know, geographically, it doesn't make sense because they were in Brentwood and then they mm-hmm. get chased and suddenly they're driving through Long Beach. That's 30 miles yep. away. Come on now. How'd they get there? I don't know, Dan. How did they get there? There's just a long scene of them stuck in traffic on the 405 that we don't see. Yes. This movie about a doll Sitting coming there. to life is unrealistic. I don't know what to offer you, Dan. 
Get the geography right. Look at a map. Dang. They should have called you for real. Right. Come on. I could have I could have been their location scout. Drive on my street. <laughs> the, the chase happens in front of my apartment. Let me stand on my balcony and watch. No. Poppy's actually, in the background. <laughs> oh. Poppy pushes you. Y you know? I'd believe it. Yeah. I love cats, uh, but yeah, me too. So the gang realize that they have to go back to Barbie land to escape from the CEO. Um, so they do. And, uh Oh, Barbie land isn't Barbie land anymore. It's Ken world. Ken world gave me the ick so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, this place smells. Yes. Respectfully. You know, this place smells. It's got all the stuff that dudes love. Big cars, horses, mm -hmm. dumb women. Matchbox. That's 20. about it. Matchbox oh. twenty. A lot of Matchbox <laughs> twenty. Yes. You know who likes Matchbox twenty? You. My fiance. Hmm. <laughs> interesting. I yeah. like Matchbox twenty two. Hmm. In a patriarchal mad? way. Yeah. Oh, nice. I hear push, and I'm like, yes. Oh, that song was kind of hidden in the movie, though. Like, I can understand why people thought that they made it for this movie. Because mm -hmm. it fit perfectly, and I was vibing. It, it, I, it is a match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Kens have enslaved their Barbies as compliant <laughs> girlfriends. The sentence you just said is crazy. <laughs> yes. <sighs> the Kens, you know... I'm not going to make this argument because I think it's dumb. But one mm -hmm. argument that has been presented about what the Kens do is that the Kens do to the Barbies what the Barbies have done to them. Oh, I'm out. not agreeing. The Kens are free I don't to live. I don't agree with that. But it the is Barbies an argument that can be the made. Kens, I guess, but the Barbies aren't making the Kens bring them stuff. No, Kens have free but will. the Kens do lack any sense of agency or authority within the world that they live in. Well, I guess you're right, but I don't know what to say. I like to think that they voted Barbie president in mm -hmm. and that Ken's do have the right to vote. Don't worry. <laughs> We're not oppressing. <laughs> I want to know the political structure of Barbie land. I know they're employed. Obviously Ken's job is beach. Ken's job is beach, yes. Mm-hmm. He's employed. So they have a president, so, and they have a Supreme Court. Is there a Senate? Probably. There's, we just probably don't hear about it. There's a judicial court. What are their cases? Who's um, suing who in Barbie land? Wish I could tell you, Dan. Do they have no-fault divorce? I don't think they even have marriage, but not in an oppressive way, just in a like <laughs> in a culty marriage way. way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in a culty way. Perfect. Do they have a, a anybody in like a delivery ward for Midge? Yeah, they have Dr. Barbie. So Dr. Barbie is a catch-all doctor. Every kind. Yeah. I think Dr. Barbie knows everything about everything there is to know about being a doctor. Mm, okay. I believe it. 
Mm-hmm. I think Dr. Barbie's very capable and educated. I agree. 100%. Yeah. Thank you. Um, however, at this point, she is a bimbo. Yeah. Um, and Barbie tries to convince Ken to change the world back to Barbie land, but he's like, no, I fucking love the patriarchy. Are you kidding me? Oh, Ken. Uh, so then Barbie gets more depressed. She lays on the ground. Uh, Been there. Yeah. Feel that. And then mm-hmm. America Ferreira gives her speech, her speech about being a woman. Um, that knocks Barbie back into gear um, and gets her going again. And they realize that's how they get the Barbies to snap out of it. Snap out of the... Um, bimbofication. M- the bimbofication that they are stuck in. Ooh. Do you want to hear the monologue? From a man? No, not kidding. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm going to give it to you anyway. I can't wait. Give it to me. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Um, okay. But it's literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me. You don't think you're good enough. Like, we always have to be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say that you want to be thin. You want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for it, but money, because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean, blah, blah, blah. Career woman. You have to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty. Uh, You can never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory. Um, I'm just so tired of watching myself and every every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all that is true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. Dang. I'm crying again. Mm. If there's one thing that America Ferrer can do is she can deliver a block of dialogue. She can. That is a page of a script. And she is all in on it. Heavily invested. Yeah. Yeah. That's my ugly Betty. (sighs) Nothing but respect. Si se puede. You know what I'm saying? Anyone? She mentions the sisterhood at one point, mm-hmm. and I'm like, of the traveling, traveling pants. pants. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. You remember when those rubber bracelets were in? Mm-hmm. Like the Livestrong bracelets and stuff? I remember mm-hmm. that they had a sisterhood of the traveling pants thing at Old Navy, where if you turned in old jeans from any store, you could get a sisterhood of the traveling pants bracelet. And I did it. I was Ooh. like freaking 12 they took my child's jeans so mm-hmm. yeah look at that yeah mm-hmm. i wish do you think i could do that today yes go in there and be like i'm here about the sisterhood of the traveling pants thing hello security they'd be like um <laughs> what year is it i wasn't even alive when that came out <laughs> <laughs> um so they the gang come up with a plan. Uh, the gang consists of Barbie, Gloria, Sasha, Weird Barbie, and Alan. Um, King behavior. We love Alan. Alan is great. Um, mm-hmm. They hatch a plan to use Gloria's speech to free the Barbies of their subjugation and then turn the Kens against each other to distract them from changing the Constitution. Because the Kens are going to vote to change the Constitution to make all their changes permanent. Um but then you distract them from having that vote. I have a question about this. Okay, let's hear it. Why would the Barbies resonate with that speech? 
the America Ferrera speech? Yes. Because they're Cause still whole, women. But they have lived in a... It sounds weird to describe it as a matriarchal world. But they have not lived under the patriarchy. I think they it's have because lived... it's... Go ahead. The universal experience of a woman, maybe? And, like, they're mm-hmm. resonating with what their people feel? Because aren't they connected to the girls who are playing with them or the kids who are playing with them in the real world? That's true. Yeah. That's the way I, I would thought of that. think. Well, well, well. If it isn't me, a woman, correct, all the time. <laughs> You get it right once in a while. I'm here to explain things to your small man brain. Don't worry. I need to find a horse. I wanna push you around. <laughs> well, I will. Well, I well, will. Well, I will. Yes. Um. I don't like horses. Oh, me either. They're kind of scary. I mean, like... Yeah. Respect to people who do like them. I've gone horseback riding approximately one time. Um, it's just you're up really high and the horse could buck you if it gets scared. Mm-hmm. People I know who like horses, good for you. I'm glad someone does. I don't dislike them. I think they're very beautiful, but I just have no interest in riding them. Yeah, I don't like horses in a dislike sort of way. It's more in a mm-hmm. fear Oh, I fear horses. Why? Just because they're big? Oh, yeah. But same reason for you. Like, they're up high. They could buck yeah. you off. They're big. They're strong. Well, and you also have to make sure, like, the whole thing where you have to be touching them because if you come around and scare them, they'll kick you. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know who's never kicked me on purpose? My dog. <laughs> <laughs> and she's small, so. Right. Um, You know who has only kicked me on purpose, like, 30 to 40 times my cat happy yep yes uh she's definitely kicked me more than that she's so cute sometimes she will i will be rubbing her belly and then Mm -hmm. it will be too much and she will grab my hand with her front two paws and just start kicking at my hand with their back two. (gasps) Oh, i love when cats do that it's so cute (laughs) they're little bunny kicks my friend's cat Mm -hmm. does that when you throw him a catnip toy that's adorable very cute 10 out of 10 um, so they hatch their plan. They go and do it. It works like a charm. Um, yes. As the Kens are all singing push by matchbox 20 uh, yes. into the Barbie's eyes while staring directly at them for four hours. Oh, I think that was one of my favorite scenes was when all of a sudden they just all get up and change Kens. Mm-hmm. That had me deceased because yes. men with a guitar really think they have power. Hmm. Oh hmm. my God. Right. Uh, yeah I dated a guy who played the guitar once and he was like he really thought he had it going on he did not Uh, is there an instrument I think kind of the inverse of that is guy with piano oh I dated a guy who played piano too he was a good boyfriend he's also Mm -hmm. gay now not sure if that correlates everybody who's ever played the piano is gay no, not about the piano. I'm just saying, like, he was my first boyfriend. He was really sweet, but, like, my parents completely trusted us and didn't, like, 
care if we were at home they alone know. together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they were like, ah, they, they're kissing, but, like, that's not real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think guy with acoustic guitar is... Mm-hmm. Trash. Uh, why do you think you have that much? Why do you think you're that cool? Why do you think you have that much control about this situation? You're not. You're not Bob Dylan. Okay. What about the ukulele? Were you in high school during the ukulele time, or was yes, that near I the was. end of it's your? So okay. stupid. They're all singing. Um, never shout never. They're all singing. Uh, I can't help falling in love with you. Oh, your school's different than mine. The theater kids. I don't know about the mm-hmm. rest. They're also doing it in the weird Halsey voice. Yeah, the curse of singing. Yeah. Oh my god, Halsey. Um Thank you. Totally off topic. Billy Eilish the Billy Irish Eilish style of singing took over from the Halsey style of singing. What's gonna come after that? Now, here's a hot thing that Gage and I have discussed in private, and I'm willing to take to the public, but I'm going to get okay. crap for it. Billie Eilish and Renee Rapp are the same, but Renee Rapp does it better. Ooh, that is flaming hot. Because, no offense to I like Billie Eilish. Don't get me wrong. I listened to both of their music. Renee Rapp sings at full voice a lot more. And I yes. personally prefer that style. Does she kiss her brother? Does um, she have a brother? I don't think so. Um, and I hope not. Because <laughs> that's gross. I thought Billie <laughs> Eilish... No. I thought she just recently came out. Because this whole conversation started because I was like, Billie Eilish and Renee Rapp could be hot together. But they're both the same person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't thought about that. I've also only ever heard Renee rap. Outside of the one song that she did on SNL, um, Mm. I've only ever heard her do songs from Mean Girls. So. Oh, I listen to her album. She has a great voice. Yeah. I really like um, her album All Too Well, I think it's called. It's from a couple years ago. Hmm. You know me. Liked Renee Rapp before she was too popular. <laughs> I liked Renee Rapp when she was still in high school. Yeah, I really liked her Jimmy's performance. <laughs> Just kidding. You Renee. say that as a joke. People say that genuinely about <sighs> people, though. It's so weird. Like, it's cool to watch, but... You're an adult. Don't be weird. Go Don't pay your taxes. Don't make it weird. If you didn't, like view them at that age when you were the same age as them it's weird right yeah it's bizarre um well back to barbie back to the (laughs) i'm just i'm still caught up on the so like i i think that my point with the men playing acoustic guitar is men writing men thinking that that's cool men playing piano that's men written by a woman here's the thing Men playing flute. Oh, clarinet's my favorite instrument. Clarinet, okay. Uh, any breathy instrument. Um, yeah, you know, Squidward really does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love clarinet. The one that I'll never understand, 
I love cello. I love when guys play cello. Very mm-hmm. sexy. Yo Yo Ma, what's good? Um, cello in a marching but, band. <laughs> but um, I don't think it's sexy when guys play violin, and I think it's because mm. I played violin for so long. Okay. Interesting. You know, I get mm-hmm. it. Violin is maybe too diminutive. I'm just like, this again? Girl, anybody can play Twinkle Twinkle. Come on. Now, what about a flip side? Mm-hmm. Woman playing stand-up bass. Because I played stand-up Sexy. bass for a while. That's hot. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I also find trumpet to be a sexual instrument. <laughs> I can't explain it. I see somebody playing trumpet, and I'm like... Stop. Wait. Let me put on my playlist. It's all it's Louis all Armstrong. <laughs> Slay. Honestly, iconic king. We love Louis. Oh, my God. Um, We're not going to sexualize Louis Armstrong on this podcast, but I do love him. He's already, he's already too sexual. He, I, he is already like the spirit of sexuality. I think you're confusing him with... Um, Unzip your pants. What's his name? I'm having... Count he was Basie? a member. No, 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 no. Trombone Shorty. Well, he plays the trombone. Not, not Nat King Cole. The he was in the Rat Pack, I think. Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. Wasn't he like a mm-hmm. whore? Respectfully. They all were. Yeah, but he was like renowned as getting around. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Uh, Good for Louis him. Armstrong. Also, with a voice like that, he could get anyone. Maybe. <laughs> Come back to my house. Louis, um, it's a little aggressive. You see what I do with the trumpet? I, I can do that trumpet. to you. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't know Louis. What. How many valves do you have? Trumpet's oh, a valve, none? right? That's Question mark? Like. Yes, it's valves. It's the three valves. Yeah. Oh my God. That's my trumpet Are you a trumpet or a dog? Wow. The disrespect. <laughs> it did sound a little bit like Blue from Blue's Clues. Anyway. A little bit. Imagine if all the Kens were playing uh, trumpet. Okay. At you the know same what? Time. That'd be really loud. I think I'd have a great time. <laughs> um, all the Kens start fighting each other, and that's when we get I'm just Ken. Oh, amazing. The MGM musical number ripped straight it. from the mid 50s. Um, I There's loved some it. There's 80s too. in there. Yeah, but I mean the staging I of it. it and the Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Dancing on an empty soundstage sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, very fun. Very fun song. Very fun mm-hmm. sequence in the movie should never be nominated for best original song. No, it's song. literally just for fun. JFF, it's a joke. just for fun. Yeah. I'm just Pete and I like boobs or jugs. I can't remember which one he says, but Uh, I'm just Pete and I'm on drugs. I'm mentally ill and I like jugs. Thank you. Wow, that was poetry. Good job. Oh, it was the other way around. No, you're right. I'm just Pete and I'm a, I like drugs. I'm mentally ill and I like jugs. It's one of the two. I, I trust that those are the words. I think it's I like jugs. I'm mentally ill and I'm on okay. drugs. Yeah. 
So I'm going to clip that out and <laughs> respond to every LinkedIn post you ever make with that. No! <laughs> and then I'm going to respond with a link to I'm just Pete and be like, it's not me. I've never touched a drug. <laughs> the only drug I've ever done is melatonin and it gave Literally. me scary dreams. Literally the only drug I've ever done <laughs> is a chewy adult multivitamin. <laughs> oh my God. Ah. <laughs> uh. Ah, well, the Kens are infighting. The Barbies vote to reinstate their own constitution. Um, Barbie land is saved. Ken is distraught. He's nothing more than an accessory. But then Barbie encourages him to be his own person. Amazing. Apologize and grow. I love growth. I love apologizing. And then Barbie meets with the spirit of Ruth Handler, who we had met earlier in the movie... In the Mattel headquarters. Yeah, this I knew that work. was her. I didn't like this. This was no. weird. It didn't work when she was first introduced. It doesn't work now. Ruth Handler is the actual inventor of Barbie. Uh, in the movie, she is played by Rhea Perlman. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, from Cheers. Oh, that's not how I know her. From being married Danny to Danny DeVito's DeVito. wife. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, indeed. I didn't um, realize that was her. Yeah, that's her. Didn't, didn't notice her with the gray hair. Yeah, no, I was like, I've never seen this woman in my life till I did. <laughs> I'm going to dye my hair, call you one day, and you're going to be like, is Dan there? That's literally the truth. I'm going to be like, I'm, who is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, have a, you look similar to someone I know. That's why when I was single, I always put pictures of me with all my different hair colors so that guys would know, Mm -hmm. one, I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. Two, I might look different sometimes. Don't be scared. Hey, um, you never had bangs. I want bangs, though. I'm considering it. Mm. You need to break up with your fiancé, then. Yeah, he hates bangs. I wasn't going for that, but bangs were always the sign of, like, somebody's going through a big mental breakdown. Oh, no. I did have somebody tell me that red hair was a sign of a crazy person. That's why I did it. And purple. And green. So you just had, like, a Joseph's Amazing Technicolor dream coat on your head? And they're all Not all at the same time, Dan. I knew you all the times I had those hair colors. Yeah, I know. And you changed them like Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, it was for fun. Yeah, no, and I'm all on board with it mm-hmm. but you did them all because somebody told you it makes you it shows that you're crazy yeah i did purple right after i broke up with one boyfriend because he said that he didn't like it because it was a basic girl's hair color and he hated it he like threw such a fit so we broke up i did purple <laughs> then i did green as an experiment and then i did red after i broke up with another boyfriend because he said it was the color of hair that a crazy person would have now Interesting. i'm here not how i would do it not how i would think for spite oh no, not those, the purple, the the reasonings that people gave for the descriptions of your hair color. Because, like, purple, I wouldn't think of that as a basic girl's hair color. Me either. I think it's a fun girl's hair color. I think of it as, like, a witchy hair color. Thank you, Dan. I also felt witchy. And then, what, red? Um, red? What, what do I think of for red? Well, I think of when Gerard Way dyed his hair red, <gasps> honestly. He looked like... That's the first one that comes to mind. He looks like a clown. Hey. Oh, that was not a negative sound? 
No. Oh. Hang on. <laughs> Whoops. The red hair was hot. The blonde hair. Mm. Mm. I love. I love when a guy with dark hair bleaches his hair. Mm-hmm. Unless. Then you no, loved Ken. No, I always love it. I did. I loved when Pete Wentz did it too. Mm. Of course. That's what it all goes back to. Oh my God. It's so, I've tried to get Gage to do it multiple times and he keeps saying no. It's okay. I understand. I keep wanting to bleach my hair. Have you done it before? I haven't. I've wanted to mm. for eight years at this point, at least. Hmm. Try it. Just never done it. I know. I just need to. Well, I don't want to have it look bad, so I would need to pay yeah. someone yeah, to do it. Yeah, go to the hair it. salon. Yeah. Anyway, Rhea Perlman and Barbie doesn't work. No. Uh, and then she shows her visions of motherhood. And this is where people are crying in the theater. I don't know if you cried, I cried at this a little. Part, the montage. A little. I didn't even think of it as visions of motherhood. I thought of it as just like visions of life. Life as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Because Barbie didn't have that. Yeah. Um, so she decides after seeing that to live in the world as a real human woman. She goes Loved by the it. name Barbara Handler. She gets dropped off outside of a building at the corner of Wilshire Boulevard and Ocean Avenue in Santa Monica. <gasps> I've been there. Oh. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I was going to sing Ocean Avenue, but I felt like you weren't done. Ocean Avenue is about Florida. I know, but I like the idea that it could be about <laughs> anywhere. If I could find you now. I have in my head a, a, a just a vision of some movie having that song playing and a mm-hmm. big fight starting. And it starts off with um, like a big roundhouse punch to somebody's face that connects Ooh. right as the song hits. If I could. And then the punch is on find. Oh, damn, so that much, would like, tickle my brain. That. Right? That would tickle my brain. Yeah. See, my my ideal movie scene, it's me biking. It's summer. <laughs> and I'm the music is Midnight Train to Georgia. Mm-hmm. And that's the credits. Just break up with someone? And as it slowly comes, what? No, it slowly break closes up with in someone in this movie? <laughs> I love Midnight Train to Georgia. No, I'm just listening to my iPod in this little... Hmm. It's always about me in high school because I love that song. Anyway, uh-huh. that's my ideal opener. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, Barbie's getting dropped off at this building by Gloria, her husband, who has taught himself Spanish on Duolingo. Iconic. You know, I love the guy who plays her husband because I kind of look like him. And it's fun <laughs> seeing yourself represented on film as oh my God, a plain-looking white guy with brown hair and a beard. Who pulled America Ferreira. Oh, my right. Ideal. Uh, but the building that Barbie gets dropped off at is a doctor's office, and she is there to see her gynecologist. Good for her. We love a woman who's on top of her health. Right. And that is Barbie. We did it. We only took 700 sidetracks, but we did it. (laughs) We did it. What do you think? I still liked it. I think it's cute. I agree with you. I think it's cute, too. Yeah. I think it's fun. I I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm fully on board with you. I think it's cute. I think it's fun. I think it is a good introduction to feminism. Yeah, I also just I think the reason why going back to the thing where we were talking about visions of motherhood versus visions of womanhood, the reason why I think mm-hmm. it's not visions of motherhood is because motherhood is not like womanhood can mean motherhood, but motherhood doesn't mean womanhood. Yes. So. Correct. Just throwing that out there. Um, I think that maybe part of my disappointment, and disappointment isn't the right word, but is that, A, the Mattel stuff is stupid. And mm-hmm. I think that that, like, actively detracts from the movie. But also, I don't think that they went hard enough in on... They gave the Kens, honestly too much good dialogue yeah the kens were great i'm not gonna lie i don't think they went in hard enough on criticizing the patriarchy like they criticize it but they didn't do anything more than like the same criticisms you would hear in any other moderately modern piece of media that is not like god's not dead yeah yeah and he walked from Venice to Century City. The man's got feet of steel. Apparently. Have you seen mm-hmm. those TikToks of the people that cut the bottoms off of their shoes? That made me sick, Dan. Yeah. I could never. They're, they're, they got a forest of fungus going on on the bottom of their feet. The, when they were in the grocery store, Ugh. I was like, you're in those dirty floors with your bare little mm-hmm. feet's disgusting Mm-mm. oops let me go pick up some bananas that dropped on the floor I'll pick them up with yeah. my toes oh my fuck out of here Ugh, gross no disgusting foul <laughs> um, there is a lot of trivia about Barbie alright do you want to um, just do greatest hits or do you want to do all of it I, I'm not going to do all of them I okay. will do greatest hits um Simu Liu's Ken can backflip because he can do a backflip. Amazing. And Ryan Gosling was jealous of it. I, I would be too, honestly. Um, the real Barbie, Barbara Handler, uh, liked the movie, gave kudos to Margot Robbie. Okay, okay, good. Uh, and Rob Thomas liked how push was used. Good, because I did too. So, yeah, thank right? you, Rob. John Cena is only in the movie because he really wanted to be in it and took whatever role he was offered. Are you freaking kidding me? That's kind of hilarious. I love it. Right? I loved him and Dua together. Um, they were cute. They're very cute. They're the ideal mermaids. Yeah, they are very hot mermaids. Uh, Michael Sarah actually trained in martial arts, so when he's fighting off the Ken working. Um, he has like 15 years of martial arts training. So those are oh. his actual moves. Great. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He's so unique. Um, so Greta Gerwig co-wrote the script with Noah Baumbach, who is her husband. Now they recently okay. got married. Good for um, them. Noah, Noah Baumbach wrote marriage story. Oh yeah. I feel like somebody told me this. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah, it's very funny that he is the co-writer of this because he wrote. He usually writes very like grounded dramas. Everybody needs a change every now and then, Dan. Come on. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is Greta Gerwig's fourth film. She uh, wrote slash directed, or this is her third film, uh, Lady Bird and Little Women. Oh, Lady Bird made me cry. This. Uh, I was wondering during the whole thing, where is Saoirse Ronan? Busy. Didn't want to do I it. I know. I know. Imagine her as a Barbie. Uh, uh, the reason that none of the Kens have real weapons uh, is because Mattel has an actual policy of never including any weapon accessory. I like that. For That's Barbie a good one. or Ken or anything. That's good. I like that. Um. Will Farrell says Ken isn't something we're worried about, which was a direct quote from Mattel during production because oh. Ryan Gosling wanted to create Ken merch, but needed permission mm-hmm. from Mattel. Mattel replied they weren't allowed to make Barbie merch, but they could make Ken merch because Ken isn't something we're really worried about. Wait, why couldn't they make Barbie merch then? Like didn't want Ryan Gosling paying somebody to make off brand oh. Barbie merch. Got it. But could make off-brand Ken merch. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, I'm just looking through the rest of the trivia to see if there's anything. here. Okay. People who were considered to play Barbie or cast as Mm -hmm. Barbie previously or had been offered. Amy Schumer. I think that's a weird choice. Yes. Because I heard about that one and I did not understand at all. Yeah, I think it would have been a much more like biting thing. Yeah, I just don't like that. No offense to Amy Schumer. I just don't think she would have been a good choice. Much more fitting Anne Hathaway. Yeah, yeah, she could have done it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also Gal Gadot was mm. offered the role before Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I can't picture her in that either. No offense to Gal, but I just don't love her as an actress. That's just a personal preference. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's fair. Uh, that is completely fair. Um, Thank you. Initially attached to direct were Patty Jenkins and Diablo, Diablo Cody. Patty Jenkins, director of Wonder Woman. Uh, Mm -hmm. Diablo Cody, director of Juno and Jennifer's Body. I love both of those movies. Jennifer's Body made me cry. I haven't seen either of them. What the fuck, Dan? You gotta watch them. You gotta watch them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Groff turned down the role of Alan. (laughs) <laughs> I love Jonathan Groff, in case you didn't know. Uh, and then they originally had the idea of painting the characters to appear more doll-like, mm-hmm. with slightly off-color faces compared to their bodies, like older dolls. Oh, God. Uh, but they that dismissed it reality. as a, f- a fun idea, but not something you actually want to watch. No, that's creepy. 
Anna, would this movie have been better or worse or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Ken? Worse. No offense. I think I think Ryan Gosling was the right call. Yeah. Ryan Gosling was I incredible. Yeah. I just don't know who else it could have been. I'm just trying to think. Of, like, Hollywood leading men right now, I don't know. Because you need somebody who is that invested into playing that childish himbo yeah yeah somebody who's not gonna be afraid to like be a little goofy yeah yeah brendan fraser current brendan fraser Mm -hmm. brendan fraser's character in the whale as ken Gage and I were talking about that movie the um, other day. <laughs> no real reason. It just came up in conversation. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Stewart as America Ferrera's character. It'd be interesting. Ooh. I'd love to have him explain <laughs> womanhood to me. It's literally impossible to be a woman. You're well, right, Jimmy. You're you you so beautiful and so smart. Thank and you. it kills me that you don't think that you're good enough. It's somehow less meaningful coming from a man. You're you're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or Amen. that you threaten other women because Amen. you're supposed to be part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and be grateful. Dang. I'm about to start crying for real, Dan. <laughs> um, I, I just thought that popped into my head. If this was made in the 50s, um, Ken would have been played by uh, Rock Hunter. Is that his name? You're asking the wrong person, Dan. <laughs> Rock Hudson. Oh, okay. Okay. That's it. That's just a thought. Um, on a scale of one to five, Dua Lipa mermaids, what do you give it? I give it four Dua Lipa mermaids. Dula Peep. Yes. Four Dula Peeps. Mm-hmm. Honestly, lower than I thought you would rate it. Yeah, I can't give it a perfect score because, like, I didn't love all of the Mattel stuff, you know? I think I yeah. think some could have been trimmed away. Some of the fat could have been trimmed. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. I you? give it a three and a half right around you. All right, all right, we're close. It's good. It's fun. Anyone who's complained about a snub, tell me who you'd replace. Come on now. We'll hear it. We want to hear. Send me a voice memo. Ooh, brave. Email me. Twitter me. Ooh, X you. MySpace me. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, I can't wait to... Can't wait to match with you on x what the fuck so stupid um that is it for our dolls come to life series we did it of the four that we watched (laughs) mannequin mannequin 2 life size and barbie which one's your favorite life size for the nostalgia Mm. interesting yeah it just reminds me of my grandparents that's all yeah there, I think for me it's probably Barbie, then Mannequin, 
Okay, fair. Then life size, then deep, a deep, deep pit of despair, and then mannequin too. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Very fair. <laughs> uh, speaking of deep, deep pits of despair, um, what we're doing next week? We're gonna do a trilogy of Damien Chazelle films. So we're starting Woo-hoo. off Whiplash, then La La Land, skipping First Man. So sorry, Ryan Gosling, we're not doing you again. Just nice. La La Land. And then Babylon. Mm-hmm. So, starting off with Whiplash. Not Can't wait. My tempo. I'm going to be sweating. I got to be make sure. I got to make sure <laughs> I am absolutely relaxed before I watch that movie. You're going to be doing it with, like, in a foot bath. Yeah. I need to do this. Massager on my back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion, on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast, on Patreon at patreon.com slash In Conclusion. I am on Twitter at danokeefe86 and on TikTok at notdanokeefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at autumnusprime818 or you can find me on Twitter at autobotsrollout, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll in the O in, roll in the O in, out are zeros. Boom. We will be back next week with Whiplash. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun and be a part of the sisterhood. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyway, I'm loads of fun, so...